live from the College of Communication, Arts, and Sciences at Michigan State University. It is now time to go beyond the X's and the O's with WKAR's Current Sports. You want to go after an athlete? One of my athletes? Come after me! I'm a man! I'm 40! My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a star receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Yes, did I express to them I was mad? I was furious. Just furious. I know my wife will at least shot fake one time. We're talking about practice, not a game. And I told our players, you need to be more like a dog. We don't need a bunch of cats in here. Looking in the mirror. Do I look good? I got my extra bands on. I got my other shoes on. Be a dog. We don't need no meows. We don't need no cat. Here's your host, L. Martin. People, welcome to this Friday, Friday edition of WKAR's Current Sports. It's uh, it's probably going to be our our last fresh Current Sports until at least probably about Wednesday, due to of course July Fourth coming up. Right, July Fourth is this Sunday actually, and. Um, I know for in fact what we will we will have a show uh, an encore presentation of current sports on Monday's um, airwaves uh, and probably on Tuesday's airwaves as well. So this show will lead you into your July Fourth weekend, and folks, it's it's a busy show. It, it really is. It, it's a show that has not one but two. Hotly debated topics right now, one locally that has national appeal and one story that has international appeal. And that that international appeal story centers on a young sprinter who qualified for the Tokyo Olympic Games, who now, as of you know, uh, right now, um, when it comes to this morning, I should say, because I'm recording this, I, you know, I, you guys know I record current sports in the morning as of about, I'll say about like 30 minutes ago, Shakari Richardson, who took the, the, the sports world by storm not too long ago, um, she won't be going to the Olympics. She will not be heading to Tokyo. She apologized this morning for testing for not steroids. No, not steroids here. We're not talking about any any performance enhancing drugs. If if anything, this is a drug that that hinders the performance of, of, of a sprinter. But that is also legal in many states now here in America. That being marijuana. Mary Jane. Marijuana, folks. Yes, Shakari Richardson tested positive for marijuana. So Shakari Richardson, she actually, again, after testing positive 
for marijuana. She spoke to uh, NBC's Today Show. And you'll get the chance uh, here on our airwaves to hear a bit of what she said and, and the reasoning behind it. But that, that's the big story because, again, I mean, this, this is, a, this is a, a phenomenal young woman who inspired so many with that moment. I mean, you know, a record-breaking time, you know, qualifying for the, uh, the Olympics, you know, going to Tokyo, um, and, and then hearing afterwards that, you know, she had, had lost her mother and, um, uh, and just that emotion and that just that, that raw energy she had, uh, it just captivated us all. And now to hear that she will not be heading to Tokyo to to continue to entertain us all with with her incredible talent. And we won't see that that personality on the world's grandest stage of track and field, that being the Olympics, it, it's a is a bit disheartening. And the reasoning behind it, testing positive for marijuana. Yeah, I, I got some I got some strong thoughts on that story. I'll get to that later on. Again, you'll, you'll get to hear a bit of what Shakira Richardson had to say later on this hour as well. But the, the other story that is dominating headlines here locally, and, and it is, it is a, a national headline as well, but, but it involves one of the games in, in golf. One of the game's most compelling athletes, probably next to Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson is the game's most compelling athlete right now. He just became the oldest golfer in the history of the sport to win a major with his performance at the U.S. Open. Inspired so many people, you know, with that moment. But he's inspired so many throughout his career in general. He he has been uh, incredible, just incredible. And he's in Detroit. He's right here in our backyard, here in the state of Michigan, competing in the Rocket Mortgage Classic this week. And this is his first time competing in Detroit at the Rocket Mortgage in the event's three-year history. But yesterday, he let it be known, and he was very clear on this. He let it be known that this will be his last appearance. Now, if you did not hear about this story, let me break it down for you. There is a very glaring reason and honestly, I can't I can't blame Phil for this. I, I can't blame Phil because I, you know I try to put myself in 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 his shoes when it comes to this. You know, this is a dude again who had, who had just come off a U.S. Open championship victory. He thought that coming to Detroit would 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 be able to bring more attention to this event. Jazz it up a little bit, bring his his great personality to the event. Uh, he'll also be competing in the match next week, which is awesome. You know, with with uh, Tom Brady, I believe. Uh, what was it? Aaron Rodgers this year? I can't remember, but yeah. Um, he's just a great personality, great great people person, right? And I tell you what, some people in our business, 
that is journalism, that is broadcasting, all they care about at times are clicks, buzz, you know, uh, views. How can we get as as much attention on ourselves based on a story we report or or a hot take that we have? How can we go viral? So many in this industry only care about that. And look, to a certain extent, I get it. Because at the end of the day, I mean, this is how we make our cheese. Just like many of you wake up and... You know, you go to the job and and, and you got to make sure that, that you're doing whatever you do to the best of your ability in order to keep doing what you do so that you can feed your families. Well, that's what we do as well. We do it in a different way because everybody, again, has different jobs. I mean, from, you know, uh, I don't know, being somebody who's, who's in uh, hospitality business. Uh, at a hotel or, or somebody who is who is uh, you know sweeping the streets, somebody who is a doctor, lawyer, you want to do your job to the best of your ability and in order to keep that job, you got to be good at it. And unfortunately, so many in our industry believe that you have to have a buzz story or a big hot take in order to, thrive and and keep your job and look that may be true in some respects you look at those who are making the big bucks in this industry a lot of them have very strong opinions aren't afraid to give those opinions or they have these very sexy stories that do very well that get a lot of clicks that get people talking and I believe most of those stories are, are, are justified. You know, mo- most of them have great sourcing, have great quotes, dive deeper, peeling back the, uh, the cover of sports. And they're incredible journalists. But it's the way you do things. It's also the timing of it. And <laughs> Phil Mickelson... He went on record yesterday saying that he will not return to the city of Detroit because of a story that was published this week by the Detroit News. And what is that story, you ask? Well, I'll tell you right now. The Detroit News obtained federal court records from 2007 detailing how a Michigan-based bookie allegedly cheated Mickelson out of $500,000. Yeah, that's that's how far we're, we're digging on this story, guys. That's how far we're digging. Rob Snell is the journalist behind the article, and uh, he's the one who obtained a, a trial transcript from 2007, again, that's more than 20 years ago, which which noted that a Detroit bookie testified about Mickelson, and according to the story, the bookie in question, Dandy Don DeSereno, 
placed one or more large bets on Mickelson's behalf, but was unable to pay the $500,000 that he owed afterwards. So, and the title, I mean, the, the title of the story was certainly enticing. The title, the, the, the headline of this story read, quote, Lefty and Dandy Dine, how a gross point bookie allegedly cheated Phil Mickelson. If that doesn't get you to click on that piece, I don't know what will. Uh, th- this story, I know, again, the fact that we're talking about it here on Current Sports, the fact that, you know, Phil Mickelson reacted the way he did, this story is doing pretty well. It's got a lot of clicks. I couldn't read the whole thing, though, because of a paywall. <laughs> That's the other layer of, of print journalism today, right? Paywalls and subscriptions and so on and so forth. But um, those who have read the article, other publications have uh, have published the details of it. Where I, I don't really feel like I need to read it directly from Detroit News. But it, it's, the, it's the timing of it, right? The fact that Phil Mickelson, who has not ever played in the Rocket Mortgage Classic, even though, again, this it's, it's still in its infancy right now. This is the third year, but this is his first time playing in Detroit at the Rocket Mortgage Classic. The fact that this piece comes out during his first visit to Detroit in this golf tournament we all knew that we all know that that Rob Snell and the Detroit News they were foaming at the at the mouth licking their chops waiting for this week so that they could hit the publish button we know that and i can't blame phil for saying you know what yeah do do i have a past history with gambling that is a bit controversial for sure we've heard the stories Kind of reminds me of Michael Jordan, right? We watched The Last Dance last year, and we, and, you know, we saw that episode that detailed Michael's gambling. You know, I don't know if you want to call it an addiction. Maybe it is. I don't know. But <laughs> the fact that that this story, when it comes to Phil, is twenty years old, it's like, why? Why are you bringing this up now? Oh yeah. Rocket Mortgage Classic Week, he's in town. I mean, my goodness. So he, here is a bit of what, what Phil had to say concerning this piece and further elaborating on his reasoning for not wanting to come back to Detroit anymore. It was so much effort for me to be here and to have that type of... Um unnecessary attack not like i care i mean it happened 20 something years ago but it's just the lack of appreciation yeah i i I don't see that happening i don't see me coming back now i really liked what rocket mortgage had to has really tried to do with this community and get involved i felt like as the pga champion i would be able to bring some value and maybe help the tournament out i feel that uh rob snell made an article this week that was very opportunistic and selfish and and uh irresponsible and you know, I was looking at some ways that my foundation might be able to get involved. And when you have a divisive voice like that, you can't bring people together. It's very hard to bring people together. I mean, really, can you blame him? 
Can 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 you really blame Phil Mickelson? It, it was like he said a, a quote unnecessary attack. It happened twenty years ago, and you decide to put this out. Mm. Yeah, and you know these comments come one day after his attorney Glenn Cohen told ESPN's Bob Herrick that he took issue with the newspaper's report. (laughs) This is what Cohen told ESPN, quote, I'm disappointed they would curiously pick this week to write an article about a bet that was made over 20 years ago and a jury trial that took place back in 2007, where the guy who was convicted is dead and where the only purpose for this article is to embarrass Phil Mickelson. Again, that was what Glenn Cohen, Phil Mickelson's attorney, told ESPN. And he's spot on. Spot on correct. The only reason this article was published was to get clicks and to embarrass Phil and create this this nasty buzz around him. And it's just wrong. I, I don't I don't agree with with this isn't this isn't journalism. This is just straight up. This is pen abuse. That's what this is. It's like, come on, man. Don't don't you have anything better to do? And yeah, I'm I'm in this industry, and you know what I'm saying is probably a bit controversial because I'm talking about a fellow journalist. But look, man, <laughs> you guys know I keep it all the way one thousand. And if there is. Someone in this business, friend or not, I'm not saying Rob Snell is a friend. I've never met the dude. Don't know who he is. But but if there is someone in my business who I feel like is in the wrong, then you better believe I am going to throw that yellow flag and call him out on it. And this just isn't cool. It's been over 20 years, dude. Like, really, now you're bringing this up? Now you decide to publish this? You are just trying to further your career. Maybe get some buzz, and maybe, I don't know, a bigger paper says, oh, man, you're the one that went after Phil Mickelson when he was in Detroit, right? Oh, yeah, that article did pretty well. Let's talk. Let's talk, brother. I hate stuff like this. Our industry can be so self-centered at times, and, 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 and I do believe there are many journalists out there who are just looking for that, that, that controversial story, that story that will, will get you talking at the water cooler the next day because they know that it would please their bosses when they see those viewer numbers, maybe subscriptions have an uptick. I, I don't know. Who knows? But this is not cool. I do not agree with this. Especially, man, I mean, a dude like Phil Mickelson comes to Detroit to play in the Rocket Mortgage Classic, you know, uh, which is a great golf event. And you're trying to you're trying to bring the big names. You're trying to you know add, add more and more flair to it. And Phil agrees to come. And this is what you do. It's it's old news, man. It's it's opportunistic. It really is. 
And that's what, you know, and then, you know, I see a piece coming out. Um, <laughs> uh, the, the Detroit News uh, competitor, the Detroit Free Press, they have an article uh, entitled Dear Phil Mickelson, please come back to the Rocket Mortgage Classic. So trying to trying to get him to come back. But I know if I'm Phil, I, I probably wouldn't, man. Why? Why would you? Right. I don't know. Unless the, the Rocket Mortgage Classic like treats him like. Like, I don't know, like a, like King Joffrey. <laughs> you know, throughout the rest of the tournament and, and really rolls out the red carpet. I mean, yeah. Why, why would you? If you're if you're if if you if you had to look over your shoulder when it comes to the media, like what are they going to publish now? What, what's going on here? Uh, it's like why why even bring that unnecessary stress to your life? So, yeah, man, it's just you know you, you see stuff like this and you just kind of just shake your head and say why. So, um, and as far as is Phil's play right now. Uh, Phil Mickelson, he shot a, a 69 on Thursday, marking the sixth time that he has been um, under par out of 11 rounds since he has become the uh, the oldest major winner at the uh, the PGA Championship earlier this year. So, and and Phil has been vocal on, on Twitter. Uh, he he responded um, to some uh, to some to, to some uh, I don't know some some Twitter verse people. I don't think they uh, they are you know, like broadcasters or other people in, um, in the media. But, you know, he, he tweeted out, this was uh, on June 30th, uh, quote, took place 23 years ago. Had I not come here to Detroit, would it have ran? It wouldn't have ran. My mistake, making the effort to be here and have my foundation look into ways to help the local community, didn't even think of the opportunistic Rob Snell's in the area would try and take advantage. So, and then you have, um, uh, this is uh, someone in Twitter verse uh, by the name of Heron Ryan P at Heron Ryan P tweeted Detroit news fire Rob snow news for his hit job on Phil Mickelson. Phil is here to help the city and this tournament needs stars and they are watching to see how players are treated. This is a black guy on this tournament at Rocket Mortgage Classic, is critical to Detroit and its development. Phil responded to that tweet by saying, quote, firing isn't the answer. Maybe a little more accountability on his part and less opportunistic behavior is a better solution. So he fired back there. Then he tweets at, at, at TJ Lang, who is a current Detroit Lions professional football player. T.J. Lang uh, responded to a tweet from Carlos Menares, uh, who I believe is with. Uh, let me let me make sure I get Carlos's because uh, uh, we we've talked about Carlos a bit um, here on Current Sports, and I believe he is with the Detroit Free Press. Yes, yes, he is with the Detroit Free Press, so he is not with the Detroit News, but. Uh, Carlos tweeted, I just asked Phil Mickelson point blank, was critical again of Rob Snow News and confirmed he won't be back here uh, next year for the Rocket Mortgage Classic. So TJ Lang quoted that tweet and said, please don't let the idiots ruin your experience here, Phil. Some people are just miserable. So Phil responded to TJ Lang and said, quote, 
the people at the course have been amazing, uh, amazingly nice and awesome to play in front of with a smiling face emoji. Uh, and he just continued. I mean, there's so many. There's there's so many. Um, uh, Chad Levengood uh, responded to a tweet from him saying, uh, quote, is that Phil Mickelson before or after he got done rage tweeting at Rob Snow News for doing his job? There, there was a, a bunch of uh, pictures of, of Phil just out in the course. Um, then he responds to that's a that's a pretty nasty tweet. Uh, Phil responds there, quote, I haven't tweeted anything yet. I've only responded to other tweets. You and Rob do what you need to do, report something for, from over 20 years ago, and I'll do what I need to do. Let everyone know why I won't be back. And uh, Chad Levengood is a senior editor for uh, Cranes Detroit, um, and I believe he's also a contributor to the Detroit News, so he has an, an affiliation with the Detroit News there. So, um yeah, and it, it goes on and on. Phil responded to to so many people on Twitter um, going at why in the world would you, uh, you know, touching on why in the world would you publish this piece? So, yeah, and, and, and it's the thing, man. I mean, Phil, Phil didn't have to play in the Rocket Mortgage Classic. I was frankly shocked that he did. I didn't expect him to see. I didn't expect to see him in Detroit competing in this, but he he, he made time on his schedule to come to Detroit. Uh, he he also, as you heard, made efforts for his uh, his foundation to look into uh, helping the community, which is awesome, and you know, and and helping Michigan charities and whatnot, and, and he's doing all of that, and then he's attacked like this. By Rob Snell. Now I understand. Rob Snell is in, in the Detroit News. They are one entity, right? One entity. But that's all it takes. <laughs> when you when you are not familiar with the city, when you don't normally come to a city, you know one one bad apple can spoil the bunch. And I know that the fans who are at the Rocket Mortgage Classic, uh, one of my coworkers is actually going to be at the Rocket Mortgage Classic today. And he'll see Phil Mickelson. And I, and I know the fans are going to really, I'm, I'm pretty sure this, this story is going to provoke a positive reaction from the fans out there who are attending the Rocket Mortgage Classic. And we'll see if Phil makes the cut. But they are going to be, they're, they're going to be in love with Phil today. They, they really are. And I, I just don't think it will be enough to sway him. I really hope it is. But this is going to have a, an interesting reaction on the gallery during today's round, and uh, I'll be watching it for sure at 3 p.m. But, um, you know, if, if you have to watch your back when it comes to the local Detroit media, it's like, again, you, you have to ask yourself, is it worth my time? But I want to hear your thoughts on this story. I thought that, that Rob Snell and the Detroit News, they were out of pocket. And if you're going to publish a story like this, I'm pretty sure this this story has been done for a while. That's just my guess. I don't have any inside information on that. I don't know anybody at the Detroit News that can confirm that for me, but let's just use common sense here because the fact that this story came out the week of the Rocket Mortgage Classic where Phil Mickelson is competing for the first time in its three-year infancy, come on, you do the math. We're not stupid, all right? 
this this piece has been done for a while. They were just getting ready, like I said earlier, to, to hit that that publish button this week on it. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Do you think that Rob Snell is just doing his job? You have no problem with it. Do you think that Phil Mickelson is being a crybaby here? <laughs> um, and if you were Phil Mickelson and something like this happened, where some old dirt of yours is dug up 20 years ago, would you come back to the city of Detroit to compete in this tournament? I want to hear from you guys. 517-355-WKAR, 517-355-9527. That is the number you can call and leave us a voicemail at. What I want to do right now is at our first break. When we come back, I want to talk about the uh, the other controversial story that is making national and international headlines. But um, uh, a young sprinter who has seemingly really overnight become a a star, a, a sensation. Well, she she won't be able to continue to add light to that shining star because she is now disqualified due to a one-month ban. Disqualified from the Tokyo Olympics due to a one-month ban for testing positive for marijuana this week. I'll dive into the details because there there are more details that that need to put into that I need to put into some to some context in order to fully digest this story. All right, and you'll hear from her in just a moment. That and more. You are listening to WKAR's Current Sports. Right, welcome back to WKAR's Current Sports. I am your host, Al Martin. Just finished up telling you about the uh, the controversy surrounding Phil Mickelson and how Phil will not be coming back to the city of Detroit. Taking issue with a Detroit news story published this week by Rob Snell talking about, you know, Phil Mickelson's gambling history back in in the the, the, the early uh, 2000s in which uh, uh, a, a bookie a Michigan-based bookie allegedly cheated Mickelson out of 500k so told you about that story uh, would love to get your thoughts on that but now I want to I want to turn my attention now turn your attention now to Shakari Richardson Shakari Richardson and it wasn't long ago you know this is this was the uh, the end of last month and I actually um, uh, a friend of mine and a, and a dear listener of the show, uh, she reached out to me and, and talked about how much she enjoyed that segment in which we talked about Shakira Richardson and, and her greatness and um, her incredible story that led to her qualifying for the Tokyo Olympic Games. But she will not be furthering her greatness in Tokyo because, well, she failed a drug test. And again, she, she didn't fail a drug test for some kind of, of performance-enhancing drug. And again, as I stated to start the hour, if anything, I think this, this, this drug of choice uh, hinders you from competing as a sprinter out on the track and field. But it's also a drug that is legal in many states here in these United States of America. It's incredible, man. But marijuana, marijuana 
is what is keeping Shakiri Richardson from going for gold in Tokyo. And what, what blows my mind, and look, let me just get this statement out the way. Look, I, I get it from this standpoint, to a degree, to a very small degree. Because at the end of the day, rules are rules. We, we, we all have, have rules and guidelines and things that we aren't supposed to do, that we knowingly aren't supposed to do in our respective uh, professions. You know, for all of my young current sports listeners out there, you know, who are, who are still living under the roof of, of, your, of your mom and pop, you know that there are rules that they have in their household that you are not supposed to break. And if you break those rules, there are consequences. All right? So, I get that. Rules are there. But let's be real, man. A lot of rules just don't make no dang sense. All right? There are a lot of rules out there that just are nonsensical. And you scratch your head. And you say, why is this rule in place? This rule should be changed. And and let's be real, man. This is one of those rules. And and, and it's not like the Olympics comes by every single year. No, I mean, the the Olympics are a a once every four year deal. And knowing that, knowing that that Shakiri Richardson who is what? I know she's like in her early 20s. I mean, she yeah, she just turned 21 years old on March 25th. She just turned 21 years old, guys. So, you know, we'll, we'll probably see her, you know, in four years, of course. But, I mean, she's 21 years old. The next time we'll, we see her competing possibly on the Olympic stage will be at 25 years old. But I just feel like we're being robbed. We're being, we're being robbed of this moment in which she captivated a nation. Because again, and back to my point about, about stupid rules, all right? It, it's, it's legal to recreationally smoke weed in 19 plus states. All right? Like, like more than half the nation, in more than half the nation, it is legal to smoke marijuana including the one where Richardson tested positive out in Oregon. And when you look at it, even in a broader broader space than that, or I should say, to be more specific than that, look at professional sports, a few professional sports leagues here in America. The NFL, the NBA, and Major League Baseball have all softened their stance. But we're going to sit up here and and stop an Olympian from competing due to a non-performance enhancing drug? Just think about that. Let, let, let that sit on your heart for a little bit. Again, it's, it's legal to smoke weed in 19 plus states, including the one in which Richardson tested positive NBA NFL MLB have all taken a step back and said go ahead and indulge all right there are many proven health benefits 
for smoking marijuana as well. Yet, Shakari Richardson smokes weed in a legal state in which, again, you can test positive for the drug, obviously. And Tokyo Dreams, out the window. Can someone please make this rule make sense for me? Because I'm, I'm having a hard time. I'm having a hard time trying to figure this one out. Of course, again, as I stated before I went on that rant, of course what she did was against the rules. However, <laughs> that doesn't make the situation feel less wrong. All right? Um, crazy. Uh, I, I want to play a bit of what Shakari had to say on the Today Show, courtesy of NBC. He, here, here is Shakari Richardson on the situation because there is a, a big part of this story that I haven't brought up yet. I'll let her explain. Just honestly, or just I want to take responsibility for my actions. I know what I did. I know what I'm supposed to do. Um, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm allowed not to do, and I still made that decision. But um, not making an excuse or looking for any empathy in my case. But just, however, being in that position of my life, finding out something like that, something that I would say is probably one of the biggest things that have impacted me positively and negatively in my life when it comes to dealing with the relationship I have with my mother. So that definitely was a very heavy topic on me and people don't understand what it's like to have to or people do we all have our different struggles we all have our different things we deal with but to put on a face to have to go in front of the world and put on a face and hide my pain um like who i don't know who are you or who am i to tell you how to cope when you're dealing with a pain or you're dealing with a struggle that you've never experienced before or that you've never thought you would have to deal with. Like, who am I to tell you how to cope? Who am I to tell you that you're wrong for hurting? So I think just honestly, just leading up to that, dealing with my mental health, dealing my, with my mental as is with leading up to the games, um, every time stepping on the track, definitely expected to be, um, a record-breaking time or something like that. So just with that, um, pressure in itself was also just another thing with this accident, my first full professional career, my first full professional um, circuit this year due to, you know, the pandemic. So just considering all of that, all of that put together in a long time, my, my agent, my sponsor, my, my sponsorship, my family, uh, knowing we're dealing with all of this stuff. So, um, Shakari, I, I just want people to understand where you're coming from um, and tell me if if this is correct. But you it was a few days before your big race and the trials. You found out that your biological mother had passed away. Um, you found out when a reporter told you. And it was after that that um, you it ingested some kind of marijuana. I should mention, you were in Oregon. It's legal in Oregon. You didn't violate any law, but it was against the rules of your sport. And as you said, you knew that. But is, is that what happened? Is that how this unfolded? 
Honestly, um, yes, that is the story. I had an interview scheduled with my agent. I knew I was having an interview. I knew um, going to an interview. Like, it was, I was just thinking it would be a normal interview. And then on the interview, to hear that information come from a complete stranger uh, was definitely triggering. It was definitely nerve-shocking because it's just like, how are you to tell me that? Like, you know, it's like, and not, no offense against him at all. He's just doing um, his job. But definitely that sent me in a state of mind, in a state of, of emotional panic, if anything. Mm-hmm. And still knowing that I still, even though I'm here, I still have to go out and put on a performance for, um, put up a performance for my dream, go out there and still compete to what it is. So, yes, definitely triggered. And from there, just blinded, with, blinded by emotions, blinded by sadness, blinded by just hurting, hiding hurt, honestly. For the fact that I know that I can't hide myself, so at least in some type of way, I was just trying to hide my pain. So, Again, courtesy of, of NBC and the Today Show, that was Shakiri Richardson elaborating on the situation and, and why she tested positive for marijuana. One of the big reasons Shakiri Richardson became such a, a viral superstar after qualifying for the Tokyo Olympic Games was the uh, the emotion behind her winning that race. And, and, and one of the big reasons why her story tugged at our emotions, tugged at our heartstrings, was the fact that Shakiri Richardson had to find out by a journalist, as she put it, a stranger, that her biological mother had died. Just just days before she competed in the United States Olympic trials in Eugene, Oregon. That did a lot to her emotionally and to cope, to try and take her mind off of it, to try and ease the pain, if you will. She smoked some weed. And now she's paying for that. But that is so important because of the emotional context. We are all human. And she tweeted that out yesterday. Shakari Richardson put out, we are human, or I am human, excuse me. Was That was the exact tweet she put out yesterday. And anyone who puts that into context, elaborating on the reason why she tested positive for marijuana. Anyone who doesn't have empathy for her, I question if you have a pulse. So, and I say all that to say, look, man, we are all responsible for our own personal actions. And Richardson admittedly was aware that she was in violation of World Anti-Doping Agency and U.S. Anti-Doping Agency policy. So, According to the letter of the law, she does not have a legitimate gripe. Under the current system right now, she does not have a legitimate gripe, which is why we will not see her in Tokyo. But I believe that this is is, is a game-changing event that is going to be really the, the fire starter 
that ignites the flame to change an outdated rule that, look, I'm just going to come out and just say it. It's stupid. It's dumb. It's a stupid rule. The Olympics take place in Tokyo, but (laughs) the testing question came out at the U.S. Olympic track and field trials in Oregon. Again, a state that is on the growing, growing list including the one that we're in right now here in this great state of Michigan that have legalized the recreational use of cannabis. All right. And goodness, man. Ah, And and there's so much reaction to this. So, so many people that just don't understand like me who are in my ballpark, who just don't understand how, how something like this could could happen. I, I thought it was a hoax. When I when I saw this pop up on my phone, I said, no, this isn't real. And then I saw a bleacher report next to the next to the headline and I said, whoa, this is serious. Okay. Um yeah. I I, I don't I don't get it, man. You know, I, I just I just really don't. And I, I wish there was like an appeal process. I and that's the thing I haven't really dove into. I mean, can, can she appeal this? I, I don't know. I don't think you can because, look, a rule is a rule. And if you break that rule, you can't say, well, I'm going to appeal that because I think that rule is stupid. I don't think I don't think that's how U.S. Olympic rules work. But, I mean, she she lost her biological mother a week before the Olympic trials. I mean, can, can you imagine, you know, again, I haven't lost a parent, um, but but I know people that have. And when I talk to those people about the loss of a parent, I, I know many of you out there listening have, have either gone through this or know somebody that has. They, they always talk about how that pain is is something that you can't quite describe. And it cuts deep. Knowing that a person who, who birthed you is no longer walking this earth. That that's tough. Even if you aren't close with that person, we all know about broken homes, right? But still, knowing that that individual who, who the man upstairs chose to 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 bring life into you, into your lungs, is gone. I can only imagine the pain and stress that one goes through. I can only imagine that the pain and stress that that Shakiri Richardson was feeling again just a week before having to compete in the most important event of her life so far. So tripping over marijuana and that's incredibly unfair and Shakiri Richardson and and her newfound fans deserve better. So I, I'm hoping that that this sparks um this sparks some change. This sparks some change for the rule to be modified. I don't know a best case scenario right now. And again, I'm just hoping here that I don't know the IOC looks at this and says, eh, let her run. It's a win for you guys, right? It's a win for the IOC. It's a win for Olympic ratings. 
You know how many people will tune in to, to see this young stud do what she did again? But but on the Olympic stage? I mean, my goodness. The ratings go through the roof for you. Sponsorships would be thrilled to see Shakira Richardson in the Olympics. The, the reasoning behind it is so outdated. It's just... Uh, just blows my mind, man. You know, some 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 of the stuff that takes place in this country just I just I just scratch my head and say, What? I do I do the I do the Russell Westbrook the huh? What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? I don't get it, man. I don't get it. Do you get it? I, I don't know. I may, maybe uh there there are some out there saying, Al, she broke the rules. Okay, you're in the wrong here. She knew what she was doing. She broke the rules. She should not compete. You're wrong. I, post me up on it. I would love to hear from you and, and, and get your thoughts on this. Again, current sports is all about, you know, hearing different opinions. And, and, and there may be some listening out there that say, you know, that they may not agree with me. So I, I invite those who don't. 517-355-WKAR, 517 9527. Call us. Leave us a voicemail at that number. You can also tweet me directly at Al Martin, WKAR, or tweet the show at WKAR News. Final break. When we come back, I'll put a brief bow on this week's current sports as we usher you into the July 4th weekend. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back to WKAR's Current Sports. Uh, loaded show centered on two topics. I had to get those topics off my chest, though. Um, uh, but what a week it's been here on Current Sports. You know, I was trying to get Jason Ruff. I talked to him this morning, and uh, some stuff came up, some some stories came up for him, and uh, we're actually going to get him on uh, the back end of next week. Uh, but I promise we'll get him on. We're also going to have my guy Deshaun Tate on our airwaves after the holiday break as well um, and eat a lot of hot dogs and hamburgers and, and, and mac and cheese and, and oh my goodness, baked beans. Oh, I'm, okay, I'm getting myself very, very hungry right now. All right, <laughs> uh, but, but have a great July 4th. I love you guys and be easy, people.